To get a good read on internet access in North Florida, several counties throughout the region, including Dixie County, have encouraged residents to complete an internet speed test. The test gathers a household's download and upload speeds and feeds that data back to local officials. But service is so spotty for some, they can barely even complete the test. Now, even though I pay for internet service, I do not have sufficient internet service to take the speed test that Dixie County is conducting. Cindy Bellett says she's frustrated with the lack of technological resources overall in Dixie County and other rural parts of the state, and she's felt the effects firsthand. In 2019, Bellett's husband, Arthur, had a heart attack on their property. Bellett says she tried to call 911 but couldn't get a cell signal. Online help wasn't an option. By the time she was finally able to reach someone, it was too late. My husband died that day. Um, so having internet access is very important to me. Uh, if it's happened to me here in this county, how many other people has it happened to? Look how many other people it could happen to. As director of the Dixie County Library, Bellot sees the need for better internet in the county as people pile into the building or in the parking lot to find some type of Wi-Fi. The customers in this county are just as important as the people or the customers in Alachua County or in Miami or Jacksonville. We have lives, we have families. In recent years, Dixie County has also struggled with opioid-related deaths, leading the state in the category when looking at population size as recently as 2017. Rebecca Fusco is the outreach coordinator for the Dixie County Anti-Drug Coalition. She says her organization does great work when they're able to communicate easily online. I don't know if you know much about email, but they don't let you attach very big files, so it was under 25 megabytes. It took three hours to upload the attachment and send the email. Meanwhile, I had a client who's waiting on this report. Fusco also says when the weather is poor, connecting to the internet with her satellite connection is nearly impossible. I always dread hurricane season because my internet goes out when it rains. And when it rains is when you need weather information, safety information. And so I kind of feel like I'm in the dark during the worst moments of every storm that I can't get the information, I can't pull up the radar, I don't know if there's any warnings that have been issued. Internet connection is also an issue for local emergency services. Allison Stevens is a community paramedic in Dixie County. As the COVID-19 pandemic started, Stevens says her department began using telemedicine and telehealth appointments for some of her clients. But more often than not, the internet was so spotty it was impossible for patients to be treated virtually. That means she and other personnel have to drive people in need to the nearest appropriate medical facility, which can be more than an hour away. We have a three-hour turnaround from the time our ambulance responds to a call and takes them to the closest hospital if we're able to offload in a prompt manner, get back on the truck and drive back. It's a minimum three-hour turnaround. Stevens says travel time could be cut down significantly if telehealth became a reliable option, meaning units could treat more patients and be available for other emergencies in the community. Recently, Stevens' department was given resources to buy air Wi-Fi cards that would function out of their emergency vehicles, meaning they could flip a switch on and a nearby home could have Wi-Fi for a telehealth appointment. Stevens is in the process of launching the program. She says the opportunity to fill a technological gap in the community is important for her and the community she cares for. Instead of saying, I'll get back with you next week when I go to town and print this information off and bring it back to you, 
I'll be able to pull it up right there online and show it to them or connect immediately to a doctor to ask a question. Rural military veterans also struggle with access to virtual health services. Marjorie Lolly is a health system specialist with the North Florida and South Georgia Veterans Health System. She says during the pandemic, her facility saw the amount of veterans using virtual health appointments spike from 3,000 to 65,000 in a matter of months, a more than 2,000 percent increase in patients. There was a initially there was a learning curve. The the few providers that did use it pre-COVID, uh, you know, they used it, they were good at it. But now we're talking about having to immediately train an entire facility's worth of providers. Lolly says while the implementation of virtual programs is helpful, a little more than 50,000 veterans in the region live in rural or highly rural areas, which can limit their usage of the virtual programs due to poor internet. This is a rough estimate, but I would say one third to one half of those veterans deal with uh, what we refer to as infrastructure problems. Our rural counties, um, they're just not set up with a strong infrastructure system to offer high-speed internet uh, to get the best out of your telehealth experience from home. The Gainesville Area Veterans Health System has supplied hundreds of veterans with iPads, and some of the virtual appointments include aiding vets in speech therapy, diabetes checkups, and glucose monitoring. Lolly says if she could change anything, it would be providing a stronger broadband infrastructure in the state to reach the veterans that live in the nooks and crannies of rural Florida and Georgia. If I could tackle absolutely any obstacle when it comes to getting our veteran, our rural veterans, uh, those great services, it would be the infrastructure. We have uh, the ability, we just need the means or the way to get it to them through telehealth. And getting the infrastructure to these rural areas is just some of the battle. Another issue is cost, as many rural counties in Florida have some of the lowest median household incomes compared to the rest of the state. Dixie County, for example, has a median household income of less than $40,000, roughly $15,000 lower than the state average, according to U.S. Census data. Recently acquired money from the federal government could help Florida and many other states fill those infrastructure and price gaps for rural broadband, but officials say it will all depend on how that money is allocated and if it's well spent. Sky LeBron, WUFT News.